Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Better Things After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight, we are breaking down Season 1, Episode 3, titled Brown. We have a lot to say, so please stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello again, After Buzzers. We are here at After Buzz TV covering better things, and uh, it was pretty good one tonight. We have a lot to say about it. I'm your host, Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. I have my two lovely ladies here. Introduce yourselves. Let us know where we can find you on Twitter. I'm Heather Yared. You can find me on Twitter at Heather Yared. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel, and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And you have a new blog, too? And I have a blog, guys. Check it out. It's catslipstickla.com. I just wrote an article about going on seven dates in seven days, so check it out. Uh, yeah, you were a very busy woman. Like Sam. Sam's a very yeah, busy Sam lady. Sam is a busy lady when yeah. it comes to the men. She has a lot going on. Um, what did you guys think of this episode? Because for me, this is kind of like... For me, this episode set in. I was like, okay, I'm familiar with these characters, and I know who they are, and I'm still getting all these fun guest stars that's exciting that I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I think the guest stars are the funnest part about it. This episode for me was a little bit off. I totally agree with the set-in thing, but the content-wise, I get that the premise was being about dinner and proving Sam wrong in regards to her date, but um, not too much action, in my opinion. I agree. It felt a little off. I mean, I enjoyed it so much, yeah. but it did feel like I wanted more to happen at the same time. Yeah. You just yeah. wanted Sam to get laid, I yeah. think. Yeah. I was waiting for that moment to break, and like, you want to just, like, go in the car? Well, we did so think, we did think in the beginning that, that, oh, uh, yes. from behind. Oh, yeah. Who, who thought she was having sex? I did. Oh, I know, and we, uh. Yeah, we're all like. <laughs> Here What's at the studio, on? we played it, and it accidentally, we didn't have our headphones in yet, so it was loudly playing, and we were like, oh, of course, God, she's doing it, and, then, and she actually was plunging the toilet, which, by the way, I'm terrible at, I just can't figure it out. It's, yeah, it's hard. Who it's invented hard. that? Like, there's got to be a different way to plunge a toilet, and like, get the same Like, isn't there an result. app for that? Right? <laughs> right? God, I want to press a button and I just want to be done. Like, well, if you were Kylie Jenner, you would have that because they have those toilets true. that do that themselves. And she has like an elevator in her house. Yeah. I also need to work on that as well. <laughs> well Kylie Jenner is an alien, so um, <laughs> I think that we can all agree we just cannot live up to that. I Okay, David Duchovny. First of all, Californication is one of the reasons why I love Pamela Adlon so much. Uh, her character in that show. Did you guys watch Californication? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Renee, you will love it. David Duchovny is just such a how would you, just an interesting character. I'll just say an interesting. I'm character. like he's a stud. He's a psycho. Like <laughs> it's amazing. And so he was the actor that's in the beginning of the episode. For those that don't know, I'm not sure if he played himself exactly. Or I think it, he did play himself. In but it was like he a was diva. David. Uh, yeah, a diva version of David. I loved it. I loved the umbrella, the girl in the back with the umbrella. That was so good. <laughs> I looked so at that funny. and I was just like, I totally get her. And like, why do I ever do that for people? Been there. <laughs> How is that doing that for people? It doesn't feel good. And, <laughs> and then, but you just pretend it's not happening. But then when you see it on screen and you're like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is real 
And then I thought to myself, I would so much rather be David Duchovny. <laughs> Getting just the umbrella treatment. Oh my god, I love the umbrella treatment. And I think that's what I deserve. It's like it sunny. It's like sunny out. Could you just like get an umbrella maybe and just like Whatever. put it over me? I don't need that. But yes, he, you do. You deserve that. Yes, Thank girl. You. I Thanks. will hold your umbrella. <laughs> I would feel so uncomfortable if anybody ever held my umbrella. I'd be like, please stop. Please just, like, I don't need you. Please go away. I don't want to. <laughs> but it, it was a lot of fun. Another play on Hollywood that I love. Uh, real life stuff. Uh, then we get to see Lenny Kravitz. Yes, yes. That was amazing. I, I was just glad to also to see Sam get some action. Right? She finally gets, looks like she got a decent role. That was a decent role compared to oh, her like sexual role. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to like all the other roles we've seen her in, I was like, okay, great. She's next to David. She's got this thing going on. And then when Lenny comes in, maybe she can swindle her way into another role through or that. Another something. Something. <laughs> what did you? Did his name is Mel? So what do we? What do we feel about him? I don't want him to go back to New York. I liked their chemistry. And I enjoyed him. And is he really going through a divorce? Did he just say that to hope something would happen? But then nothing happened. He didn't even try a move. I don't know. I liked him. I wanted. I want him to stay longer, but I don't think he will. I think he's going to come back. Mm-hmm. You think, think so? Oh, yeah. Later in the season? Oh, yeah. I definitely I think we're so. going to see him. But when I saw Mel Trueblood, I was like, oh, my gosh, are they filming Trueblood again? I was like, super excited. Yeah. I was like, is this a vampire show? Yes. <laughs> so that was my first thought. But his energy. I have not had a character on a show make me feel the way he made me feel tonight. <laughs> Seriously, Ray, he was just so... There was just something about the tone of his voice, the Calming. pace. Yes, it was amazing. And you're like, sing me to sleep every night. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I feel yeah. like he like brought her down in a positive way, like her energy down mm-hmm. too, where she just felt comfortable with herself. Yeah. And he came over for dinner with her mom and <laughs> kids. Like, oh. that's... Who does that? You know, I will say this. There is times if you travel a lot and if you work a lot where you do crave that home, that home-cooked meal or just being in a house. I know that when I'm in a house now because I live in an apartment, I'm like, wow, what it's – I just had it happen this weekend. Like, what? wow, to be in a house, it feels good to be at a home. So I can see that craving, that need for it. I love home-cooked meals. I can't cook, so it's really nice. Like, I would take any invitation. If someone's like, you want to come over for dinner? I'm like, I'll be there. When, what time? I'll cancel my plans. I'll be there. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I think that Sam got that, too, because she's like, I know your life. It wasn't even as though... I think when she invited him, yeah, maybe she knew that, you know, like, yeah, maybe there's something. But I think at the end of the day, it was just like, you need a home-cooked meal. You want to be around a crazy family. You're just staying at hotels. Let's do this. And um, her family was in Top Gear. Yes, yes. What happened with the babysitter? What was that? See, we didn't even see that. You're like, <laughs> I don't like day. how your daughters talk to me. And we're like, okay, fuck okay. Right. Yeah. Back to, you know, remember when me and you, Heather, would talk about how maybe we were little shits when we were kids, when our parents were, you know, being all crazy. I'm not going to lie. We had a couple babysitters quit because of me. Oh, really? <gasps> how old? Up till how, how old? I was like like eight. No, like nine, ten. Nine, ten. Gotcha, gotcha. I think the last Maybe time. Maybe 11. Yeah. I think the last time I pissed a babysitter off was like five and I got the shit beat out of me. <laughs> so after that, I never oh, no. pissed off a babysitter again. I was like, okay. No. I got mine fired. Oh, you did? Because I was five years old and she thought that was the appropriate age to show a kid the movie Scream. Mm-hmm. Which is not my favorite movie, but at the time, like, it haunted my childhood. Like, I remember every night having nightmares about a killer following You were me. five when Scream came out? Well, I wasn't five when it came out. Oh. I was five when I watched it. Yeah, no, she and was younger. 
Yeah, I, I was. I was a little little baby. Renee is ninety four. Right. It came out in ninety five. Oh, nice. So uh, anyone who is in Los Angeles, Scream's twentieth anniversary is a week from this Saturday. Yeah, and that is my birthday party. All right, that's where I'll be. Where I'll be. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, your babysitter. I'm, I'm sorry, your babysitter did that to you. Yeah, her name was Rachel. Shout out to Rachel if you watch After Buzz. Please Rachel. don't show children the movie Scream <laughs> under the age of 15. It made you. <laughs> made you who you are. It made me who I am today. It made me a stronger person. Aww. Thank you guys. Thank you to our live studio audience. <laughs> you guys are the best. Hey. Speaking of that lighter side, I feel like we saw a lighter side of Max. Oh, you mean what? like with she was at peace. no pants? She was yeah, she had no pants on but at the dinner table. Oh, and she was oh. so peaceful. She was so calm. She I was, was nervous. So... I was nervous. Me too. Oh, I Max. thought that uh Mel and Max they were vibing each other and I was pretty scared about that. Ooh, yeah, that could the be way a she was thinking. Mm-hmm. The way she was like, yeah, thank you. Like the way it would just seem like she was too calm and the reason why she was calm is she was trying to like be on her best behavior and when are you on the your best behavior? Mm. Love interests. <laughs> we shall see. We shall see. I hope, hope we not. don't see. It really <laughs> that is not something I would care to see. At all. Um, <laughs> I was surprised about the family dynamic. I feel like this is the first time we've seen them actually all get along. But they didn't. Uh, but, you know, then uh, the other daughter, you know, oh, again. Such Frankie? A, yes, Frankie. Such a little weirdo. And, you know, she, then the, the guy gets her. But I just kept on, as much as I loved Mel, and I agree with you, I got a creepy vibe from him. And I'm a little bit, like... Uh, I just hope nothing happens between him and Max. Wow. That would be so... Uh, yeah, I know. It would be gross. I could not deal with that. What, that would what, be very interesting. What made you feel creepy about him? I don't know. I think that the convert, when he was sitting... I get he was trying to relate to the kids, you know? But, and I think what he did with Frankie, that was cute kid stuff. They're fine. But with Max, you saw the way she looked at him. I yeah, think, I definitely think she was trying to, like, come, you know. You're like, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it, does she hate her mom that much that she's going to bring a guy home and she's going to try to, like, do something? I mean, I definitely think she's a sexual being. From the day we started the show, she's a sexual being, that's for sure. But I don't know. I don't think they're going to hook up. I think he's just that guy that vibes that's chill that's like, hey, I see a family that is a little bit crazy, and I'm going to relate. I'm going to help them all get together. Hey, I went to art school. Art's still a part of me. Your mom's an artist. That that was an awesome moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your mom's an artist. No, she's not. Yes, she is. Like He firmly was like, yes, she is an artist. I was like, I like yes, that. yes. Let's talk about mom for a little bit. Uh, Phyllis, dear Lord. I mean, gosh. I would have been... And the thing is, is they ended that scene, the way they ended the scene of when, you know, the Herods and the the stockings and all of that, I thought it was just going to be like, I'm leaving. This is terrible. You all are racist. But he just looked at her and he's like... A big Yeah, I loved his response to that. I love that he... Because he told her about this in the kitchen like minutes before and she's like, my mom's not racist. And I love that after he's like, yeah, I told you so. She's over 70. Yeah, just that big smile. That big smile said it all. But I noticed two things about her. I'm curious if you guys saw this as well. I feel like two things happened between Phyllis in that moment. One... She literally started talking about something completely separate when her daughter was getting a compliment. 
So when Mel was saying she's an artist and taking up for her, and she was like, thank you. Then Phyllis immediately was like, oh, I have a story to tell you. You know, a horrible accent. I tried. Failed. But I feel like she was uncomfortable with her daughter getting attention and getting props. And then we have the racist stuff. Did mm-hmm. you guys sense that? When she, like, immediately interjected in the middle of her getting a compliment talking about stockings? I didn't, but I realize that now, and that's a really good point, because I was thinking at the time, like, why? If I rewatched it, I probably would have picked up on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, why did it seems like it came out of nowhere? Yes, and right in the middle of her getting that compliment, I thought that was an interesting dynamic. I'm curious to see how this is going to play out between you know her and her mom. It was very realistic last week. This was just awkward. It was so awkward. Yes, I do love that moment with her mom with the phone book. She's like, I usually get two, but they must have forgotten it. So this one must have been mine. <laughs> like I just love those moments, and she's like, Okay, fine, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, see, uh, I have this ongoing fight with my mother when she comes to visit me, and she's like, Where's your phone book? And I'm like, I don't <gasps> have a phone book. I wrote that down. I was like, Wait, I was asking you guys that. Thank you guys for reading this. I was like, Do, do phone do phone books even exist? Apparently, anymore? I'm supposed to like get one a year, like per address. For what? Google, guys. We have Google. Why do we have phone books? I don't think they exist anymore. I have not seen one in at least three years. I feel like they have to if they put them in this show. I feel like it's so real that they wouldn't put it in to... But then why does Sam want one? She knows better. She doesn't need a phone book. I know. It's true. But I think it's kind of just like a... Yeah, the principle of the thing. Take my phone book. Yeah, don't take my phone book, even though you'll never use it because we all have the internet. (laughs) And that's how we look at phone numbers. I've never once been like, man, I need a number. You know, I have this internet, but do you have a phone book ever? Like in the last several years. Several. I cannot remember the last time I looked up a number in a phone book. Me either. Scary, scary times. I get them time. Again, another just like awkward, like that moment. I mean, I love that you think it was cute, but I disagree. I'm like, I was like, that, that. Like, what? Like, oh, this, I just thought it was funny. Was I don't think it was, like, a cute moment. Yeah. I was just like, this is so funny because those little kind of bickers that you may have with... Because I'm sure everyone has, like, those those little fights with their mom. And, like, this was one of their fights, you know? And I, I liked to see that on screen. I found it so annoying, but I loved watching it. Yeah. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that the thing about this episode, at least with Phyllis, last episode we felt kind of bad for her a little bit. You know, she's an annoying mother, and then finally Sam was like, oh, I'm an annoying mother, was able to commiserate with her. But this episode, we're like, you know, there's a reason that we don't know that much about Phyllis. She lives across the street. She's lied about her dad. Yeah, and there's a reason why Sam probably pushes her off. He's like, Mom, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk. So now I'm, I'm connecting the two dots. So we talked a little bit about this last week where it's like the mother projecting her life and not asking about the daughter's life. And she's like, Mom, I don't want to compare our limbs or something like we're monkeys. Now I can see where that annoyance and that like, Mom, it's not about you. That dinner table moment made me see a connection that we might further, you know, keep getting visibility. It really pissed me off after this. I don't know how much I can care for Phyllis. Yeah, I didn't like Phyllis in this episode either. What are you doing, Phyllis? Yeah, the kids even knew. The kids even knew. That moment, we're all, and I loved all of our faces during the scene. We're just like, I had my mouth open. I was like, what is she doing? I was like, Oh my gosh, it was a cringeworthy scene. It really was. There's one last part of the episode we didn't cover, which I really enjoyed, which was seeing Sam's friend Sunny more. Because we Mm -hmm. talked about, I think maybe it was in the first episode, or was it the second episode, that we met her friends and it was brief and it was just very... Like Second, because they were talking about her her ovaries being a 16-year-old ovaries. Yeah, was that last week? I think so. Yeah. And they just kind of seem cliched and we're not supposed to like them. But we find out more about Sunny. It's really funny. 
<laughs> she's really funny and she we funny. you know i like that in the dialogue that's very short you do find out more about the characters like uh sunny took sam in when sunny was 19 and helped her find a job and she was beautiful and had confidence and then she married you know jeff. this yeah jeff. jeff how hilarious was that the fact of how straight she said it and then she was like she had so much love for everybody and then she married this fat lush but like piece mm-hmm. of shit she didn't say that but just totally put him down to his face it's like that moment when you're like oh my god you look like shit go fuck yourself yeah. yeah i'll see you later you know it's like no but you say it with a smile that was amazing it really was yeah. uh it was sad. It was sad, though. Because? Because um, everything she said was true, and this woman who used to have so much light coming from her now almost has, like, anger coming from her because of this guy who... I, I don't know what Sonny does. I don't know what Jeff does. I mean, he obviously doesn't do a lot. He said, But he said something, what would you guys do without me? So a part of me thinks he's in the business. Part of me thinks somehow, some way, he helped. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counter that again. I don't think it's sad. You know why? Hmm. Because everybody has a conscious choice, right? If a woman chooses to stay in that, there's a reason that she needs to feel dependent on. It, it's a different type of codependence. Like, you know deep down if you're better than that, you should go. If you choose not to go and you want to live in that conscious injustice, that's your fault. So I don't think it's sad. I think it's typical. That's what I wrote down. I was like, that is so typical. You just see someone staying because they are afraid they're not going to get another relationship, so they settle. Well, do we think she has kids? No. No. I see, don't think so. then I didn't, mm. I didn't get that vibe. I don't either. Especially their household. I didn't see like any mm-hmm. indications that they're being. Well, there mm-hmm. is one kid. What? Oh, yeah, Jeff. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Good true. One. True. Sammy, Sammy coming in with the whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think that it just really I, this show is a slice of life kind of show, and it's I'm sure great to binge actually because you feel like. By the I would end, love to binge this yeah, show. you make progress, but week to week, it's like okay, we we moved a step, kind of learned a little bit more, but that's about it. Sam, you're really knowledgeable about this business. Like what you just said right there is very profound. If you binge watch this, it makes a little bit more sense to simplify. That's a very good point. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Because we, could, yeah, I, no, I completely agree. Because we just get like a little bit each episode, and we're like waiting for something kind of bigger to happen, or something like a relationship to develop. Because I feel like it's always the start of something that we never get to like have it long enough to for it to be like satisfying. Like I wanted something to happen with her and Mel tonight. I wanted to get um, more info on the guy she was texting. Like I want like there's always more that I want in the episode, and then you gotta keep watching. Yeah. That's how they get you to keep watching, but I would so love to just have a Saturday night, <laughs> put on some pajamas, and binge watch this show. Yeah, definitely. I feel like if we do, when the season is over, which we should, it honestly would probably take like three hours. <laughs> and True. that would be super fun, and we would probably get to follow storylines more, yes. more mm-hmm. through. Good point. And, uh, you know, if people are watching this months down the line when they're binge watching, then that's awesome if you want to watch our after shows. Because some of the after shows that I've done, people are binging, and then all of a sudden they, they start watching these, like, six months oh, later. Oh, very interesting. That's awesome. Very interesting. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. 
I think that pretty much covers it for for this week. What do you guys think? Yeah, the only other thing that I thought was like hilarious is is her intro when Mel was heading out of town, and she literally knew in that moment. That's how you know that's a confident woman. She played in that card of like, hey, guess what? My friend is really banking on us having sex. Again, she didn't um, say it like that, but I was like, wow. I literally wrote that whole line down. I was like, that's a good intro for me next time. You know, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's something I would do. Yeah, I'd be like blaming on my cat and be like, my cat, my cat is so into you. <laughs> It's just not my fault. That was a great way to break the ice. I loved that part. It was. I love how she just, even with like flirting, she's still so real and true to herself. Like the character doesn't change. It's not all of a sudden like she's a master flirt. Like it happens so naturally. And you're like, oh my God, this woman's saying any, like these things, but she's so blunt and I love it. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. On that note, that let's get into some it. predictions, I guess, ladies. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Okay. Start with you, little one. Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> I think I think you're right. I think Mel is going to come back later on in the season. And I don't necessarily think he's going to be creepy. I think that Max is going to try to pursue him. I think we're going to see a pattern of Max trying to pursue older men in this show, especially if she's going after Mel, who's like her mom's love interest. I don't... I don't know. She's in this rebellious stage, and I think it's going to get a little uncomfortable. Ooh. I think we're going to see Sunny leave Jeff for an episode. Some <laughs> sort of fight. So her heading out the door. I also believe that Sam is going to get more work through Mel. Mmm. I do like that. Uh, I think that Mel is going to continue to kind of push her off, but get her more work, but, like, continue to be in touch with her. As though he's hiding. I think he's hiding something. <gasps> For sure. I mean, if he's married, if he's... I don't know. Maybe he, like, had an affair and has a baby mama out there somewhere. <laughs> That's getting a little crazy, but I think he's hiding something. This is not a soap opera. Uh, but I also think that with Max, it, it there's, there's some kind of pattern that I think is seeming to happen with the oldest daughter, uh, Max, and Sam, and the mother, the grandmother, Phyllis. There's this kind of, like... Dis- it doesn't seem like Sam has it as much. I think Sam is like, what the hell's going on? I don't want this. I want us all to love each other and be happy. But kind of seems like there's been this pattern of the women bringing each other down in a way. And I think that we're going to find out more about that as far as Phyllis is concerned. And Max seems to be taking that route too. I, I hate to see that. But I-, I think that's kind of what we're going for here maybe. Good insight. We shall see. So please let us know what you guys think. This is a really fun show to talk about as far as your all's experiences, our experiences. So please, please let us know uh, where can everyone find you on social media. Hey guys, I'm Renee Ariel and you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Renee Ariel. And make sure you check out my blog, CatsLipstickLA.com and read all about my seven dates in seven days. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Heather Yared. And you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, samdavidsonentertainment.com, uh, Twitter and Instagram at samd43. Of course, don't forget to follow us at AfterBuzzTV at AfterBuzzTV and all social media platforms. Use the hashtag ABTV, better things, and we will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.